Hello, my wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A. We are broadcasting from Adelaide, South Australia, and uh, we have uh, quite a situation here, still in uh, lockdown, and we are not able to go in the studio, but uh, it's very good to be able to broadcast from our homes, and uh, it's... um, a privilege to be able to come together with you and thank you for tuning in with us today. This is a program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible, and where we look at the word religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita, your host, and uh, thank you for uh, joining us today. I would like to give a phone number, and if you want to send some uh, messages to us, the number is 04-888-80811. If you ring this number or send an SMS, or actually send an SMS to this number, it will be really good. And um, I would like to invite you to participate with us and encourage us, and uh, even a constructive criticism will take. <laughs> and um, we have a very interesting topic all through the week, talking about religion and violence. I'm not sure if there is a place in this world where you wouldn't hear the word violence. I believe it's um, in our DNA right now. Everywhere you go, you hear about uh, violence here and there and all sorts of uh, violence. Now, we start uh, the week with with a question. Uh, Why does the Bible contain contains so much violence. And then we were moving on to ask uh, some other questions like, um, how did Christ uh, dealt with violence? And was the God of the Old Testament a violent monster? The other day, just um, with Fabiano and Helen, they were the first one to do it uh, in this way, via Zoom from our homes. And they asked the question, domestic violence. Is it me? Can the Holy Spirit change a violent heart? Our uh, question today. And I'm delighted to welcome uh, today with us David Delima from uh, Family Voice Australia from Port Augusta. David, can you hear us? Yes, Nick. It's wonderful to be broadcasting with you. And I greet you from our august city here at the top of Spencer Gulf, where it's quite a warm day. And it's great to be chatting once again. That's wonderful, David. It's always a pleasure to hear your uh, uh, voice on the radio. But, uh, you know, as I mentioned, we are not able to be in the studio today. Um, We're doing via Zoom. And uh, if uh, quality-wise, you know, the sound may be a little bit, uh, you know, uh, different, uh, it's just, yeah, because we're trying to use this technology and um, you know how it is. Always, and we pray to God. And we committed to God that everything will go nice and smoothly uh, mm-hmm. and we'll continue to, to, you know, go through this program. Hey, David, I would like to just talk to you a little bit at the beginning of this program. And as I mentioned about the topic is uh, religion and violence. Now, um, what is the role of the Holy Spirit to bring change? Because uh, our question for today, David, is... Uh, Can the Holy Spirit change a violent heart? Yes, this is an excellent question, Nick. Can the Holy Spirit change a violent heart? 
And as you've just asked, what is the role of the Holy Spirit to bring about change just generally? Well, of course, the Holy Spirit is a wonderful agent of change. We read there in Scripture that right at the beginning of time, the Holy Spirit was hovering or brooding over the waters. And through the Holy Spirit's action, mm-hmm. the Godhead provides creation and, and the whole of the world. So we're seeing really the Holy Spirit operating both at the heart level, but also at the cosmic level. Mm-hmm. So we need to start off with that cosmic approach first, I think, and recognize the the role of the Holy Spirit over our nation of Australia. We often refer to ourselves as the great south land of the Holy Spirit. It's a yes. remarkable phrase, and it goes back 400 years to 1606 when the Portuguese explorer Pedro de Quiros was nosing around this part of the world. Mm-hmm. And he, he didn't quite reach the Australian mainland, but he reached what we may call an offshore island, which is Vanuatu. And you'll, you'll recollect, of course, that Christopher Columbus himself never got to the continental mainland of the New World, but he reached the offshore islands. Well, that, that's close yes. enough in geography. But anyway, there was Pedro de Quiros. He plants a cross in the ground and he claims the land as far as the South Pole. He thought he'd reached the great southern supercontinent, which, of course, doesn't exist, but he was doing his best. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he claimed that land as far as the South Pole, hoping that all the native people in that area will come to Christ. And he called that island uh, Holy Spirit Island uh, in in Portuguese. It's uh, La La Ost. Del Espiritu Santo. So that's giving, us the word, it's giving us the word Australia. So the Holy Spirit's ministry uh, can be traced back before then, of course, because he was always active. But uh, to give an explicit calendar date, 1606 is the date when we've been able to take up this title, The Great Southland. Mm-hmm. And then we think of the, the way in which uh, people around about that time, really throughout all history. It's only been in recent times that we've rather calmed down a bit. Uh, The last century was the most bloody century (laughs) of all history. But around about the time of de Quiros and indeed the arrival of the First Fleet in Australia, there was a lot of violence. And when Governor Arthur Phillip connected with Benelong, that Indigenous leader, Benelong asked the Governor, would you please destroy my enemies, this particular tribe? So he wanted an entire tribe of Indigenous people to be wiped out. Governor Arthur Phillip declined to do that. Uh, But at the time, you think of the number of crimes that were punishable by death and just the terrible treatment, you know, the floggings and the scourgings and the keel haulings that were going on. So really at the the beginning of of modern Australia, there is incredible violence. But through the Holy Spirit's ministry, we've learned to – set that aside now as we've placed our faith in Christ and as our culture has been shaped. Mm, yeah, that's right, David. And, and David, are you saying that the Holy Spirit can work directly to change the heart, uh, but also indirectly through law and culture? Yes, this is exactly right. Now, as we come as individuals in, in faith, as we turn to Christ in faith, the Holy Spirit comes into our hearts and prompts us very wonderfully. Mm-hmm. But the Holy Spirit also has an indirect influence through law and culture. And we think about 
the violence, for example, at the time of uh, William Wilberforce, when slaves were bought and sold, humans were commodified, they were beaten, they were mistreated terribly and killed with impunity because they were really regarded as subhuman. Um, And at the time also of um, Lord Shaftesbury, where children were sent down the mines or up the chimneys, and a little later still, when the first modern police force was created, it was because crime was going off the page in London. And yet all of those three individuals, they provided Holy Spirit-inspired grace to reform the culture. So Mm. Wilberforce taught us that all people are human, no matter what their skin colour, and and Shaftesbury taught us that, that children are made in the image of God and should not be sent down mines or up chimneys. And yep. so Robert Peel ta- taught us that, that we need to manage the problem of crime with sensitivity and discretion, not just crack down and kill more people. So these, these three men placed their hope in Christ and his Holy Spirit led them to provide incredible influence to the culture, mm-hmm. uh, either in or outside, the, outside of the parliament. Uh, and we have the peace now that we take so much for granted because of the Holy Spirit's ministry through the law and the culture, as people like Wilberforce, Shaftesbury, and Sir Robert Peel followed Christ as Saviour and Lord. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, David, uh, just another question for you, if I can. What about the Spirit's role to change the individual? Yes, yes. Now, you've mentioned domestic violence as part of the theme this week. Yes. It really does boil down to the home, doesn't it, and to the individual. Mm-hmm. So we give thanks to God for his Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit brings conviction of sin. That's the first thing. Yeah. And that leads to repentance and that leads to salvation and that leads to reconciliation with God and with one another so that instead of us hurting each other, we in fact learn to love each other. So we were instructed biblically to love our enemies, but it's mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit that enables us to do that. It's a wonderful thing that we can not simply stop hurting our enemies, you know, sort of grudgingly (laughs) give up trying to assault or murder them. You know, we've all felt like strangling some probably at some point, but we can actually learn to love our enemies. This is the transforming power of the gospel. Mm. Not only are we brought into fellowship with God, reconciled with him, but we can therefore be reconciled to one another. And so the Holy Spirit comes into our hearts uh, Uh, and the law of God is written in our hearts. So in a sense, we don't need it to be written in the laws of the land if we're we're following Christ, because his spirit will not only remind us as to what is right and wrong, but will prompt us to do what is right. Mm. And how how wonderful it is when we can hear good teaching, we can be involved in fellowship with other Christians, which will give us accountability and encouragement so that we can train ourselves to respond to the spirit's leading. So, how wonderful it is as we submit ourselves to Christ as Saviour and Lord that we can not only stop hating others, but we can love them and seek their highest good. Beautiful. Thank you very much, David. Uh, I really appreciate your uh, input there. And uh, as I always says, said, uh, you know, may God bless you as, uh, as you go from uh, place to place, you know, different churches and uh, share the gospel. I think this is very important to... Mm-hmm. Uh, to talk about the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives to change us and to be a different uh, person here on earth, on this uh, messed up uh, world. 
um, and it's wonderful. Thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, looking forward to see you again and to talk to you next time. Thank you, Nick. All the best. All right, we are going to take a short break right now and play a song. And uh, the song I would like to play is called Different. Please stay with us. This is Faith FM uh, Drive Time BQ&A. FM anytime, anywhere with the free Faith FM app. Available on the Apple App Store and the Android Google Play Store. Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with uh, Nick Rita. 
And I'd like to introduce uh, today my co-host coming all the way from Western Australia. Hey, Ross, how are you there? We're doing very well, thanks, Nick. We're doing very well. We're still allowed to go outside. All right. Yes, lucky you guys. Uh, but look, unexpectedly, we are going to come out a bit earlier than um, it was predicted. And that's a great news. Uh, that is very good news. Yeah, just to remind our listeners that uh, here in Adelaide, um, we are locked down for uh, six days, but uh, there was just an announcement uh, that tomorrow night will be lifted up and uh, we can go um, back to, to normal if it's uh, possible. And that's really good, <laughs> good news. Hey, yeah. uh, Ross, uh, now you are coming from uh, Western Australia, from uh, that uh, place. Uh, I'm not sure if I can pronounce it correctly, but is that uh, Manjimap or Manji? Yeah, something like that. Manjimap, yeah, you're Manji getting Map. it good. You're getting oh. it right. Excellent. I'm getting closer to that. Hey, we did also uh, an interview not long ago, uh, Ross, with some work you do there uh, with the food pantry. That's still going, yes? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's uh, actually growing. So that's fantastic. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Ross, uh, our topic for uh, today is how the Holy Spirit can change a violent heart. Mm. Now, you are a minister. You also, as I talked to you before, uh, you've been through some uh, hardship, tough time, you know, in life. Yeah. And uh, you can share quite a few stories. I mean, what, what would you like to say uh, uh, about this topic we are dealing with uh, today, particularly uh, on this program can the Holy Spirit change a violent heart? Well, as, um, as David was saying just before, absolutely the Holy Spirit can. But there are a few things that we, well, there's some things about the Holy Spirit we need to consider mm-hmm. uh, before we can talk about what we can actually expect him to do in our lives. So the Holy Spirit is, yeah, it's something that uh, confuses a lot of people about who or what he is. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, let me ask you then uh, another question uh, here, Ross. Um, what can we expect from the Holy Spirit? Well, heaps. <laughs> well, as as I as I see it, uh, there's probably four main things that we can expect from the Holy Spirit, and the first is that He will always be with us. Mm. Uh, he'll, you know, we may not even notice that He's around but he is always there. He is extraordinarily reliable. Mm. All right. Then uh, um, what do you mean when you say reliable? Can you, <laughs> can you help me a little bit here? Uh, I figured that question might be coming. Uh, he's reliable like a really good friend, like a, an excellent mate that, you know, you can just sit, I don't know, driving across. When I moved to Western Australia, um, just year before, oh, last year, uh, seems longer now, um, we drove across. And we drove across from North New South Wales, so it's a long drive. Yeah. But on the drive, I came across with a best mate of mine, actually an adopted brother, and we could just drive for hours and hours and hours and just sit and be comfortable in silence. Mm-hmm. You know, so the Holy Spirit is like a mate like that, like somebody that you can have, you can be just really comfortable knowing they're there and you can be confident knowing they're there. Yes. In fact, if we have a look, I want to have a look in the Bible today, if that's all right. 
Absolutely. That's uh, what awesome. we want to do. <laughs> hey, and, and uh, before we actually open the Word of God, let's have a quick prayer. Oh, thanks for that. Yeah, Father God, this afternoon as we talk about uh, one of the Godhead, that is uh, your Holy Spirit, we just ask that you help our minds to comprehend what we're reading in Scripture and to actually see what the Holy Spirit yearns to do in our lives. Bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, so we have a look in the book of Psalms. It's in the Old Testament. So I'm hoping that uh, the listeners have got their Bible handy or a bit of pen and paper and they can write these down and look them up later. Just to be sure, I encourage them to actually look them up just so they can double-check that we're not making this up as we go, Nick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Psalms 139, and we're going to have a look in verses 7 down to 10. And I'm reading in the New King James Version, and it says here, Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, your right hand shall hold me. This clearly says that no matter where we go, the Holy Spirit will be with us. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, what next then? All right. Well, number two, uh, as David pointed out, uh, the Holy Spirit can remind us about many things and he can actually remind us about who we actually are. Mm-hmm. If we have a look around the world today and compare ourselves to the world today, well, you know, Nick, you're on radio quite a bit and I'm on every now and then. But that doesn't mean we're anything really special in terms of the whole planet. Absolutely. I mean, look, I'm I'm one person in 7.8 billion, mm. not even a speck on a speck. In fact, I was interested in this this uh, one in 7.8 billion. So I had a look last night, and at 7:46 minutes and 50 seconds p.m. last night, West Australian time. Mm-hmm. I was actually one in seven billion eight hundred and twenty-six million four hundred and seventy-one thousand and eighty-nine. Wow! So, yeah, pretty insignificant when you look at it that way. But to my friends and family, not that insignificant. Right, right. That's a very good uh, good thing to say, uh, uh, Ross. And more than a, a speck on a. Back? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So to more than family, that. <laughs> yeah, to my family and friends, it's yeah. I'm I'm more than a speck on a speck. So that's a good thing to know. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit helps us to realize this, and that's a really important thing to remember, mm-hmm. because if we are aware that we're of value, then changes can start to happen in our lives. Yes. And the Holy Spirit tells us that. And he reminds us that we may not have somebody around us here that thinks we're all that special, mm-hmm. but to God, we are super special. Yeah, and I think. Yeah, it's yeah. The Holy Spirit that tells me that. Absolutely, and I think that's in uh, in Romans uh, chapter eight, isn't it? Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, Can let's... we open that, please? Absolutely. Romans chapter eight. So we're and, into the New Testament and, now. Yeah, and verses you know from uh, fourteen to seventeen. Yeah. Um, Again, in the New King James Version, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Mm -hmm. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again for fear, but you received the spirit 
of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness to our spirit that we are children of God. Mm -hmm. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and this is awesome, joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, then together we will have glorification with him. So we are children of God, the boss of the universe. Mm -hmm. Thinks of us so much that we are his own children. I mean, that means that we're somebody. That means that we have a future. Yes. And if we can expect, and so we can expect that the Holy Spirit is going to remind us of who we are, and this can actually build a foundation for our lives. It can give our life meaning, if you like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, yes. And um, Ross, um, we are part of a big family. As oh, absolutely. Said, and and the Almighty God, our Father in heaven, that's uh, that's amazing. And um, mm. uh, what I was uh, thinking right now, what that means to us to know that we are part of this amazing family. Uh, yeah. Well, when we when we get to understand how important we are and that we are part of a huge family, then we can. Oh, I, I reckon fairly automatically our lives will begin to change. Mm, mm. That's, uh, that's uh, very important. And uh, particularly as we are talking about uh, religion and violence. Mm. Now, violence is, um, you know, the horrible thing about violence in homes. Yeah. You know, when, uh, I mean, we, yeah, we hear all sorts of things. And right now here in Australia, we are going to a quite, tough situation when, uh, you know, our um, soldiers deployed to, to, you know, keep peace in place in some parts of the world, yeah. uh, they are involved in some, um, some terrible war crimes. Mm. It's a big thing right now um, as we speak uh, on, uh, on media everywhere, uh, on the news, uh, because Australians, uh, uh, they... Um, We've been known as, you know, very good people and uh, interested in the well-being of uh, their neighbor, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, violence, it's terrible. It's terrible. And uh, it's good to know that we are part of a family and the Holy Spirit can help us to change. Absolutely. If we, are, if we experience some uh, sort of, uh, you know, uh, violence, particularly in our homes. And I mentioned uh, at the beginning of this uh, series uh, that if you're going through some uh, challenges and uh, violence in your home, don't hesitate to, to contact our network and uh, we may even be able to refer you to the right people to, um, to get some help. Uh, no, absolutely. Uh, if again, people are experiencing any form of domestic violence, there's the domestic violence helpline. Yeah. Uh, that's a one eight hundred number. Absolutely, and of course the police. Yeah, yeah. And as we speak uh, right now, if you want to send a message to us, you can uh, definitely uh, write a message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. All right. Coming back, Ross, to to the topic here. And if we struggle with, uh, with violence, you know, uh, what we should do? Well, if we are struggling with, with violence, we need to understand that the Holy Spirit and only the Holy Spirit is able to help us change. But we need to also be willing 
to change. And there's something else really talking about being part of a bigger family, you know, that we're adopted by God, we're heirs, fellow heirs with Christ. So, you know, Jesus is our our adopted brother, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he is our adopted brother. It says so in Scripture. We just read that. That means that, that uh, the people that are around us, well, if we matter to God, then so do they. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we can get our heads around the fact that uh, that person that sometimes annoys us, ticks us off, if we can get around our heads that that person is as important to God as we are, mm-hmm. then I have a feeling that uh, God is at work and we can change. We can change. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and uh, Ross, uh, that's an important point, you know, to, to know and to understand uh, the work of the Holy Spirit, that uh, the Holy Spirit is always with us and uh, rem- reminds us of just uh, who we are and uh, that we count. Absolutely. That we count. Let's look at the, the other point. Number three, we're talking about a few points yep. here. Okay, number three. Uh, number three. This, yeah, this is about development. Okay, number what three. you can share with us? Yeah, well, this is, the, yeah, number three that we can expect from the Holy Spirit is he, that, he will give us what we need. That is, you know, the power. If if people want to call it a power, we need a power to need. Well, he will give us what we need uh, to make our lives purposeful mm-hmm. and positive. Mm-hmm. Do we have some uh, Bible uh, passages there to to support this? Oh, look, absolutely. Uh, Ephesians. We have a look in Ephesians um, chapter 3. Now that we're talking about development... Mm-hmm. We need to understand that we're actually going to be on a journey. So this is not going to happen overnight, uh, but it will happen. So uh, Ephesians, if we have a look at Ephesians chapter 3, verses 16 to 19, and uh, again in the uh, New King James Version, it says that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory mm-hmm. to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, the length, the depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with the fullness of God. So this is telling us really that the Holy Spirit is going to work on our inner being. Mm -hmm. And that we, we need to develop and that he will help us to see where change is necessary to make our lives better. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's great. Hey, Ross, I'm, um, I'm going, before we're moving on, I'm going to take a short break here, play another song. Um, and I like this, uh, this one, 10,000 Reasons. Nice. It's a beautiful song. Just listen to this one and we'll come back and we'll give you some more information. Have a pen and um, a piece of paper to write down some uh, phone numbers and information uh, because we are going to give you offer also today. But just listen to this and we'll be back shortly. The sun comes up. <laughs> 
Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM uh, Drive Time Big Q&A with uh, Nick Rita and our co-host is uh, Ross Craig from Western Australia. Today, Ross, um, I want to give a, a free gift. Uh, have you heard about the new book uh, called Advent? I have uh, heard about that book. From uh, Nathan Brown. Yeah, what a great author. Yeah, did, did you did you look at it? Uh, or I haven't the, had a chance to read that one yet. His his uh, the library of his works is growing and growing and growing. So no, I haven't got to haven't yeah, got to look at that one yet. But I've heard good things about it. Yeah, now that book is just uh, brand new. You know, uh, very fresh from the press uh, right now, and has uh, about thirty one chapters. Uh, talking about uh, the birth of Jesus, and it's very uh, good to to have a read right uh, now at uh, 
during this time of the year, you know. Oh, yeah, uh, we're coming up to celebrate the birth of Jesus and 31 chapters, a chapter a day. A chapter a day, yes. If we can uh, start reading a chapter a, a day uh, from almost from now on, um, by the Christmas time we'll be able to read the whole uh, book. And if you like that book in your hands, please don't hesitate to uh, send an SMS to 04-888-808-11. You can also visit our website faithfm.com.au or write an email to info at faithfm.com.au Now, uh, our program uh, for today, uh, uh, we're looking at uh, Can the Holy Spirit Change a Violent Heart? And Ross, as we talked about uh, up to here, uh, we learned that the Holy Spirit is uh, available and uh, it's just a, a matter of us to acknowledge that and to reach out to God, to ask for the Holy Spirit and to be helped out. Uh, and particularly in uh, talking about violence, and uh, as I mentioned before the break, uh, it's tragic how much violence is happening in our homes and not only, uh, all around the world. Yeah. Maybe there is not a place in this world where people wouldn't, experience some sort of violence themselves or uh, in, in their loved ones' life. Uh, I'd like to continue here, uh, Ross, and uh, I'll ask you this question. Is there any doubt the Holy Spirit has the power we need? Well, I don't think there is, but just to be sure, if we have a, a very quick look in the book of Romans, chapter 8 and verse 11, I think this answers that question fairly bluntly. Romans chapter 8, verse 11, it says, But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Mm -hmm. So the Holy Spirit has the power to raise the dead. So I don't think there's any question that he has enough power to work inside the living as well. Mm -hmm. And I just got to mention too, by the way, the Holy Spirit is, is well, I guess he's the behind-the-scenes guy of the yeah. Godhead. Yeah. He works in the background. He's not He's not the one out in front. You'll never, I, I read something some time that something like the Holy Spirit will never say, look at me, listen to me, you know, believe in me, get to know me. He's always pointing towards the Father. He's always pointing towards Jesus saying, look at him, listen to him, get to know him and your life will be better. So yeah. the Holy Spirit, um, yeah, he, he guides us to what is commonly called, I guess, the fountain of peace yeah. and joy. And if we have a problem with violence, either we're experiencing it or we have a violent streak, mm -hmm. then come to the fountain of peace and joy that's, that's going to be very beneficial. And, of course, there are other gifts that the Holy Spirit brings too. Yes, and, and talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but also the gift because Holy Spirit has been promised to us also as a, as a gift. As Jesus uh, uh, ascended to heaven, you know, said, I'm going to send you another comforter. Right. Um, and, you know, when you talk about, you're quite right what you said there, that the Holy Spirit never looked at himself, you know, to lift mm -hmm. up to himself because it's important the giver, you know, uh, right. and he always will point back to Jesus, yeah. uh, to Jesus Christ. 
but talking about gifts here, Ross, uh, let's look a little bit into this. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, are all uh, gifts the same for everyone? Well, no. <laughs> quite, quite easy question. Uh, no, and not everyone gets the same gifts because, well, if everyone had exactly the same gifts, life wouldn't be that interesting, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can tell you that I did not get the same gifts as uh, people that live in the Pacific Islands, so to speak. I can't sing to save my life. Mm. Uh, so when it comes to gifts, yeah, we didn't all get the same, and that's also a good thing because if nobody got the gift of service, we'd be in a right royal mess. Mm. Uh but it's the Holy Spirit that gives these gifts and he gives them um, to whom and to and when he decides is appropriate. So when it comes to what we get as a gift, it's it's up to the Holy Spirit to decide what what is going to benefit us the most. And as our inner person changes, uh, the Holy Spirit will help us to develop and those gifts he has given us or is about to give us, will develop as well. Mm. Can we look in the Bible, Ross? Uh, what are some of these gifts? Well, they are actually listed. And if we flip over to 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, starting at verse 4 and reading down to verse 11, it actually spells out what these gifts are. It says, there are diversities of gifts. So obviously there are different gifts, but the same spirit. So it's pointing out here that it's the same spirit that's giving out these different gifts. Mm-hmm. There are differences of ministry, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to each for the profit of all. So these gifts that we're getting are not just for us. They make us a blessing to other people. Mm. For one, the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another, faith. Faith is a gift. Yeah. That's awesome to know that, you know, if we're struggling, we just need to accept the gift. Believe in Jesus, accept the Holy Spirit, and we will get the gift of faith from the same Spirit. Another the gifts of healings, another the gifts of miracles, another prophecy, another discerning of spirits, another different tongues, to, uh, to interpretations of tongues. I'm kind of paraphrasing now because there's a whole list of them here. Yes. Uh, interpretation of tongues. Uh, but one and the same Spirit works all these things distributed to each one individually as he wills. Mm-hmm. So it's the Holy Spirit that decides what is the best gift for us that will make us uh, a better person, mm-hmm. uh, but we need to be willing to accept that gift. Yes, yes, that's right. And um, did you mention their uh, direction and guidance? Uh, yeah, well, that's that's it, number four. Uh, yeah. The Holy Spirit gives us direction and guidance, absolutely. Yes, and, and talking about that, um, uh, Ross, um, we are faced with the decision on what path to take uh, frequently, you know, uh, and some guidance will be really, um, really helpful. That, that's so true. That is so true. Uh, but it's also important, too, that if we're going to accept guidance to reach our full potential, mm-hmm. we need to get that guidance from a trustworthy source. Correct, yes. 
And, uh, you know, if we depend upon ourselves, well, you know, from time to time, our own minds can can be a stumbling block. Uh, some of us have hurts, hang-ups or habits that can get in the way and stop us reaching our potential. But the Holy Spirit is there for us if we want. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's ready, willing, and able, but we need to be ready ourselves. And some of the stuff he's going to show us about ourselves, like David was mentioning before, that he he reminds us of our shortcomings. Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff's going to sting. Mm. And that, that can be that can hurt because it's stuff that we've had for a long time. It's become part of us, and if it needs to change, well, then we need to recognize that we have issues. Mm-hmm. I love the saying, denial is not just a river in Egypt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's something that we all battle with. We all, we all go, no, 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 that's not me. That, that must, no, that's not me. That's, we deny we have these issues, and that's going to cause blockages for the Holy Spirit because until we let him work, we're going to stay exactly where we are. Yeah. And it's through him that we can have, we can develop new thoughts and new behaviours and to overcome those negative hurts, hang-ups, and habits, mm-hmm. and replace them with good things. And we are told that this is going to, this is true, and the truth, well, the truth will set us free, mm-hmm. and the Spirit guides us to truth as well. Oh, well, that's uh, very interesting because Jesus said, actually, when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into the whole truth. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's in John. In John, uh, uh, yeah, 16, 16 verse uh, 13, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. So what, what you can say, what you can add on there, uh, Ross? Well, once we, uh, once we accept the guidance and we've, we've, been, we've been guided by the truth, uh, then the journey can begin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the journey will really begin when we ask the Spirit into our hearts and to show us where we need work. And not only will he help us to see where we need work, but he'll help us with that work. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, our time, uh, when I look at the clock, yeah, I can't believe it. We are almost uh, to the end. But I just want to uh, to touch uh, base a little bit here with uh, another character of the Bible. I mean, you may heard about uh, King David uh, and lots of things to learn about him. <laughs> and in Psalms 139... Uh, yeah, Psalms 139, this is when... Uh, when David realizes, I suppose, or accepts the fact that denial is not just a river in Egypt, mm-hmm. and he, he actually prays out to God. He says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties, and see if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. So, King David here is accepting the fact that he needs the Holy Spirit's help to overcome. And, you know, if people want to have a look at a, a character in the Bible that's uh, got some ups and downs, then have a look at King David. He was. Yeah. Yeah, he had an interesting life. Absolutely. So then, um, the Holy Spirit can really change our hearts. And in this case, uh, talking about David, now we know that uh, if you read in the Bible, you'll have all sorts of um, opinions about mm. David. Uh, but you know, God Himself called David a man after His own heart, because yeah. David allowed the Holy Spirit to change his heart. Talk about someone affected by violence. In, yes, yes, in his own family. Yeah, yeah, and he was the instigator of some of that. Absolutely. But, you know, the Holy Spirit had power to change his heart yeah. and God to call him a man after his own heart. That was uh, wonderful, wonderful. 
And Ross, uh, maybe we just need to wrap it up a little bit uh, here. I, w- I may ask you one more question uh, today. How do we get to receive the Holy Spirit? And how do we get to know him? Well, this might come as a bit of a surprise, Nick, but the answer's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's really not that difficult. It's really not, Basically, if we believe in him and we ask him to come into our life, and once they, he can affect our lives, then with faith, it's going to happen. We just need to hang in. We just need to hang in and let the Holy Spirit do his work. And Jesus actually said in uh, Luke, uh, his, it's recorded in Luke, chapter 11, verse 13, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So we just need to ask. The Heavenly Father is is wanting to pour out this blessing of the Holy Spirit more abundantly than we can imagine. Yeah, we just need to ask. But hey, look, there is so much more about the Holy Spirit that we could we could yeah. We've as you were saying, we're running out of time. Can I make a recommendation to people who want to know more about the Holy Spirit? Sure, go ahead. I reckon if they get in contact with their local Seventh Day Adventist church, they'll find someone there who would be delighted to actually show, to share with them more about the Holy Spirit and just what he can do in their life. Mm. Oh, thanks for that, uh, Ross. And by the way, um, for everyone there, if you like to join uh, some of these uh, uh, churches, you know, around your area, just search for the Seventh-day Adventist Church in your area. Just don't hesitate to get in touch with us. Well, we are more than happy to help you in any way uh, possible. And you know what I learned today from this uh, topic, uh, Ross? I learned one thing, that uh, when the Holy Spirit touches our hearts, we are a different person. You know how it says in the Bible that the old man has passed away? We are a new man, a new creation. And uh, I came across myself in uh, in my uh, time with people who were unrecognizable. You know, when you look back in their life and then you see the work of the Holy Spirit and the change in their life, you say, I can't believe that this person is the same one. Because the Holy Spirit will change from inside out. Absolutely. You need to trust that. You need to experience that. This is not just a fairy tale. This Mm -hmm. is reality. I can tell you about myself. I was uh, a kind of a person which uh, I need another hour now to share my story before I came to Jesus. But God changed uh, my heart around and I'm uh, so pleased to be able to even talk about these uh, sort of uh, things uh, on the uh, radio and uh, help uh, people out there in community. And that's why we are here, to help mm-hmm. each other. And if you have an issue, if you have a situation when you like to talk to somebody, don't hesitate to call our numbers. 1-800-FAITH-FM, or uh, you can visit our website, faithfm.com.au. Write a message to the number which I just gave you uh, earlier, 04-888-808-11. And also, you can, write, uh, you can send me a message to my private number. Many of you may know this number already, 401 Hey, Ross, thank you so much for um, being with us. Can you just in in one minute uh, have a short prayer uh, with us and our listeners? 
Absolutely. Yeah, let's pray. Father God, as we've learnt just now about your Holy Spirit, we just ask, Lord, that uh, there is someone listening right now who, who needs your Holy Spirit. Lord, touch their hearts. Let them see that you're for real, that you're genuine. You just want what's best for them. Bless us for the remainder of this day and onward, Lord. In my, my Jesus Saviour's name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining us uh, today on uh, Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A. Nick Rita and uh, Ross Craig will say uh, goodbye to you all. Please uh, join us again, and uh, we'll be happy to share with you. But I will leave you with a song right now, Breathe of Me, The Breath yes. of God.